Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello. I've got another fun episode for you in the spirit of talking to creatives and talking about mindset and really getting deep into like what's behind the business. In a small business community, there are Instagrams that we all love and follow. And there are so many people where I'm sure you're the same listening to this. There's so many people where I just I'm like, wow, I wish I could be a fly in the wall in your life on the other side of this Instagram. That's exactly what these episodes and conversations with creatives aim to do. So today I have another amazing guest here for you on the show. Sometimes I wonder, do I have a podcast or do I have a vehicle in which I use to make friends? It's a bit of both. So my guest for you today is someone that I've grown increasingly close to over Instagram during this time through lockdown. I'm not sure how we got introduced to each other or who DM'd who first, but it just became really noticeable that we were always in each other's DMs, always sending voice notes. And I was like, I have to share some of this magic that we have in our DMs with all of you guys listening here to the show. So my guest today is so glittery, so sparkly and so gorgeously talented. I really wanted her to show you how she created that and what sort of mindset challenges and what sort of mindset hacks, I guess, she had in order to create the creative business that she has now. Because she's a full-time illustrator. And I know that there are so many of you listening to this who have a creative passion and you envision yourself being full-time in whatever you do. As you listen to this and as you enjoy this conversation, I want you to know that the more and more that you ingest this, the more and more you're gonna normalize being a full-time creative in your business normalizing your goal is really what you want to do because you don't want your goal to feel really big and scary so we have an amazing conversation I know I haven't told you who the guest is and that's okay (laughs) I'm gonna let her introduce herself in a moment but we have an amazing conversation all about mental health and what it means to build a business in lockdown, trying something new and really put simply, I suppose it's about really betting on yourself and really having a strong understanding of how you work best and using how you work best as the compass to guide your business rather than external forces. It's a very good chat. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guest, the lovely Ella May Stratum. So, Ella. Hello. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for coming. It's been like a a whole voyage getting here to this point. Oh, it has indeed, but it's worth the journey and the wait. (laughs) So So, happy to be here. So for those who don't know you, don't know who you are and what you do, could you just tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, so I'm an illustrator and I'm currently 
working from my flat where I live with my boyfriend and I basically run my own business where I do I have my own online shop where I sell prints and cards but I also have my private commissions where I turn people's dream worlds into kind of realities on paper basically yeah so that's a that's a little bit about what I do in the background of things and I'm basically just really like, I'd say my work is very kind of empowering, inspiring, very motivating. I'm all about kind of making people feel good throughout my illustration work, basically, I'd say. I love how you describe it of your private commissions of taking people's dream worlds, like what is in their brain and putting it onto the paper. Because that's exactly almost like what it's like. It's like a of Where's Wally? of someone's personal history basically yeah I kind of like feel like there was another word of saying a private commission because I basically am creating someone's visual dream world so it's all their like memories that are put down onto paper and they they get the digital copy so they have that for life and it's something to cherish and always remember like their life kind of journeys which I think because as humans we forget things so I think it's really nice for people to like dive into their mind and come up with concepts that bring them joy and happiness and it's all about their life and yeah I mean do you want me to explain how that all kind of started yeah I would love to know how did you get into this were you always creative was this so, easy so a little bit about how I started was I used to be a I used to basically I studied at Central St Martins and did textiles print design which I absolutely bloody loved I was with mad creative people and I loved it and then I was really lucky enough to get a job because as soon as you come out of uni you're like oh my god like what do I do with my life I need to snap up a job I need to make some money (laughs) um which I was quite the opposite I wasn't kind of like I need to go traveling I need to do this that and the other I kind of was like oh I want a really successful textiles job very different to my illustration because basically I got this job as a creative director really small office firm in Shoreditch and like many others I was made redundant just as the kind of corona hit which is so many people's story with small businesses but during the time that I was working I used to like there was something inside of me always kind of knew in the back of my mind I wasn't fulfilling what I knew was my best and my best was illustrating even throughout my textiles I would do a lot of illustrating in my pieces and everything and I kind of wasn't I was at a stage in my life where I had a lot of family stuff going on and I wasn't happy I was happy at my job. I loved my boss. I'm still friends with him now. I just, there was something that wasn't fulfilling me. And I think I started to draw again and I'd come back home from work and I would draw. And I've always loved drawing since I was little. I've always been fascinated with families and big families. And I think that's because I'm an only child. I haven't had like the most conventional upbringing. Um, My parents separated when I was young. It was quite a toxic environment. I think that's why I've got a load of mental health, but it's fine. We'll talk about that later. But I just, my drawing was my therapy. It would take me to an escapism that 
I think was so important and it was my groove. And I, I can only say that now. I didn't know that then. I would just sit down in front of the telly with me dinner. My dad would be with, because I lived with my dad at the time and I would just draw. And I started to draw little characters that made me happy. But I was also fascinated with bringing the real life into this mix of illustration, which you'll know, like I like to cut. I'm quite a collagist. I like to bring in the real, the spacey vibes and I used to take pictures of objects, so fruit and stuff, and I'd mix that in with my illustrations. And then I just, I'd do that every single night. I'd be up till 12 o'clock and then I'd get up for work at seven, go to work, do a full day of intense work. And I just, I just did it. There was something that motivated me and said, you, you've got something and you've got to just do it. Even though I didn't, I don't necessarily think I had a stable upbringing where I was pushed with confidence. I had to find it myself. I had to. And I did, I didn't, I still don't have loads of confidence. I think I'm organically a very bubbly, lovable, caring person and have a lot to give. But there were things going on that definitely suppressed me, but I just found it. And so when I was made redundant, it was the worst thing because I was, that was when other weird stuff was happening as well. And so my, my self-esteem was really low, but I just, I just had it in me. It was like a little magic like spark like a guardian angel or something was like keep going LMA keep doing it and I just pushed it and the more I pushed it the more it got out and I worked with a lovely lady called Carol who runs Max Made Me Do It and I I started with her business from top to bottom helping her pack her orders fulfill her orders and then seeing her business boom so I had some experience in that and I made her a commission for when I left her and I drew her sitting in her living room and she was like babe you've got to do private commissions of people in their little worlds like you're this is just amazing like she cried like when I gave it to her and ever since then I thought you know what I'm gonna see if this I'm gonna see if people would like actually want a private commissions doing so I posted her piece that I did of her and I had my first person message me saying I'd love to get a private commission I was like oh my god like this is actually happening like Mm. I remember that feeling of being like like people actually like they like my work like let's go with it and from then on I just started pushing with it working with it I I really did work night and day. I was a bit of a machine. And I think when you're kind of starting out, I, I know burnout isn't good and I'm learning that now, but I think when you're getting off your feet, you don't mind if you burn out because you really want to get somewhere. Totally. And can I just ask in terms of like the timeline, were you working with as a creative director right up until like February last year when COVID hit? Did you get made redundant when COVID hit and then you started with, you know, drawing and doing the illustration? So I genuinely think I had about five posts of illustration whilst I was working literally on my Instagram. I had hardly any followers, nothing like. And then when COVID hit, I literally was made redundant straight away, like literally as March like it was like we can't keep you on like we just know we can't afford to have you and it was like oh like yeah like I just and then I just I think I saw that as like a gateway of being like right oh my god like no don't don't take this too personally you you know how much you love illustrating you know that this is some weird blessing in disguise you may not feel it right now but you give yourself that time and give yourself that kind of adrenaline rush from being made redundant from being like you're gonna make this work girl like you're gonna do it you're gonna you're gonna go for it and see what happens because you've lost it you've lost you've lost your job you're still at home with your dad like you're fine you're secure 
you've got to push it and just draw. I and that's what love that because it kind of <laughs> you said you said you're going to make it a miracle or like a blessing in disguise. And we're yeah, this almost a year on at the beginning. Yes. Of and when I look at your page, it looks like you've been doing it for years. Like you've got <laughs> quite a big following. You've, you've got so much energy. There's so much work coming out of you. And it's totally <laughs> like you've just like written that story. Like you said, I'm going to make this happen. Like, yeah. And let's go. And it was really natural to you. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask because when I see you on Instagram I love the way you talk about what's happening in your experience in terms of all of the things you have going on almost like these I guess they're kind of like growing pains of yes. manage and stuff and I don't yes. think you're to talk speak a bit about that like what the challenges have been yeah gross over the last uh, yes yes been with your growth after over the last year yeah 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 like I think this is so important and I think this is something I battle with anyway because you get so like Instagram is oh it's a mind game isn't it it's like a puzzle and you're trying to connect all these puzzle pieces to fit and one doesn't fit and you're like ah I've gone wrong should I have put that there should I have done that I don't know if that's a good description but It's kind of like, I'm 25, I am still growing and learning. And I think you're the same age, aren't you? You Yeah, yeah, yeah. like literally, like we're young women who are learning, growing, developing. And if we put our foot wrong and we think like, that's oh my god why did why did I say that like why did I show my vulnerability why did I just say like I'm struggling I'm finding this really difficult you know I think you start beating yourself up and I think like Instagram you see the happy side I wouldn't want to show all this the behind scenes I don't think I'm someone that would be like guys I've woken up feeling really drained today but when I see other people do that I really respect it and I think they're coming from an honest place and I think that's me trying to work out what my boundaries are because I haven't grown up with a lot of boundaries when it comes to family members and I think family makes people and you know, we all we're made up by the people that bring us up, right? And that consists through your work. I'm a very open person. And I think because both my parents are quite open people. I mean, I don't have the best relationship with my mum. I have a really great relationship with my dad. And my dad has always made me feel you've got to go and get what you want. He calls me Jelster. Like, go and get what you want, Jelster. It's your life. You do what you want. And try and not be so fearful of what other people think. Like, it's your work at the end of the day. People are following me for from for my work but I think the whole kind of behind scenes is people don't see what's going on behind Instagram you're showing them snippets of your life which is your work and you want to get out that stuff get out the best to people and I think I struggle and I think a lot of people struggle with the hurdles of comparison even though I could I haven't sat back and said hey you've done really bloody well because I'm my my own critic 24 7 and I think other people relate you're you're dealing with like thousands of thoughts that cross your head every day oh my god I've got to do this I've got to do a post run I've got to be happy I've got to be saleswoman I've got to be me I've got to have a relationship I've got to have a sex life I've got to like I've literally got all these things running through my head and you're like trying to back them down and get on with it but at the same time your energy is like 
struggling to keep up with all of it. And I think I think it's hard. And I think because social media is all about positive positivity and I, I trip up with that. I, you know, I'm posting saying, be happy, be this. And it's like, you just have to be you and you're allowed to crumble at times. You're allowed to show your vulnerability. And I think people love that. I genuinely think my followers do I hate I hate I think they do love me because I'm so open and honest (laughs) without being (laughs) big-headed totally no I get that because that's what I feel from you I feel that like you are showing a really like honest portrayal of what it's like to be someone who's just like getting scrappy and just doing it like doing yeah yeah you have you're just like making the best of it I wanted to ask because I think you touched on this really important thing about boundaries and you said you're we are products of our environment like I grew up in a family where boundaries like what that's not even in the dictionary like are you no (laughs) (laughs) I know it's non-existent like who made that word up it's amazing Literally, literally. And I think almost what you're getting at is that when we come on Instagram, we almost have to create that boundary with ourselves of like, yeah. how much are we willing to show? But also, are we going to create a, are we going to allow other people online to come into our own space and affect our relationship with ourselves? And I feel like almost for me in cultivating what I call healthy mental health is yeah. about setting that boundary. Like yeah. how much am I going to allow other people to affect my feelings, thoughts, and emotions? What are your yeah. thoughts in that? So, you know how I said that I'm quite open on my Instagram and I'll open, like, I do think that's really important, but I also, I'm scared that sometimes I let too much slip and I'm, I'm nervous at the fact that, you know, I'm going to continuously grow. And I've noticed as I've, grow as I'm growing I do get comments from people that I don't know kind of I have had the few where it's like I have had these one ones where I can laugh about it now where they've come to me and they spoke to me randomly about what's going on for them in their life I've had people overstep the mark and like kind of conversate with me because I think I do give off such a friendly presence and I'm happy to speak to people but there comes a point where something might be happening for me in my life where I can't handle it and I have had no boundaries and I've, you know, it's been a day of work and I've, I've, sp- I've spoken to Billy, my boyfriend and said, oh my God, this lady's talking to me. I feel like I should help her. And he's like, no, like you need to have your boundaries. Like you remember who, who you are and your job is to produce work. And I think I need to stop people pleasing. My problem is, is I want to people please. And I've always been a people pleaser because I don't want to hurt anybody. But in turn, I hurt myself because I take on other people's struggles. And I think, I think as small businesses, we want everyone to be happy. And when we see other people happy, it makes us happy. But if we're not in a happy place, we can't take all of that, especially like the whole comparison thing. I think this is a thing where you see your friends doing well, but you have that weird feeling. And I hate to say it, but we all get it of jealousy and the jealousy takes over. And I I go, hold on a sec. Like, this is not me, but it is me. Like I'm only human. Like I must, I work really hard. We work really hard we do amazing things, but there comes a point where the comparison little cheeky monkey comes in and it takes over and it genuinely brings this horrible pangs of jealousy because you constantly see feed where people, and those there's those boundaries and those boundaries are take yourself away from Instagram for a bit, detox, take your phone off, switch it off, stop. 
breathe. Remember where your journey is. Remember where your pathway is. Everyone has a different pathway, whether that be they have more connections to you. They have they've just grown randomly from posting 20 posts and they're on 10K. Mind blowing. That's amazing. But they are going through shit as well. You just don't know it. Like, you know, for a fact that everyone else deep down is comparing. And it's like that's the loophole, I think, where people don't set these boundaries. And I'm learning as well. Like, it's a minefield. Like, I've never gone through this. I'm sure you feel the same. Like, it's hard to break those barriers because you're like, should I? Like, I don't want to feel that. But you do. I think it's this is Instagram world. It's it's our business. It's our social networking. I've met amazing friends online, like you, like other people. Like, I've met some awesome women. But then there's, like, boundaries where you have to, you're only going to see the good stuff on Instagram And I think you have to step away from it sometimes. Totally. And it's kind of like, I love what you're saying because I live by this idea that everybody's life is 50-50. Like, regardless if they're Beyonce or, you know, you, me, we're always going to have life that is 50-50. Like, before we jumped in this recording, I was saying how, you know, I achieved this (laughs) thing this week and then the bird sat in my face, like, the very (laughs) <laughs> you don't see the other you don't usually see the other negative side that is like 50 the negative 50 on Instagram. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the bird shitting on your face is really lucky <laughs> I so, in the moment when i felt it and it was did- warm and green <laughs> I didn't feel that lucky. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Someone obviously made that up, didn't they? I mean, out of the the thing of shit being lucky, who the hell said that? But I hope it brings you a lot of luck. I hope. I really, really hope so too. So I guess what I really want to get into and like deep dive into, because we're talking a lot about like our experiences of our business. And one thing you do a lot as well, like I know you do a lot of men, like commissions, about mental health anxiety, yeah. and all of these sorts of things yeah can I ask why these kind of commissions and why this private work is important to you okay so the mental health pieces that I do are collaborations and they are something that basically I reach out to the people so on the side I'm so bloody busy so all my private commissions are paid for my collaborations at the moment are something that I will seek to do because I feel like it's important and I'm doing one with DLC anxiety and they love my work and they were like I did something for them and then they were like should we work together frequently we know you're really busy we love your artwork do it in your own time which I think is amazing and that's something that I want to do like doing that side of my illustrations is something that brings me quite a lot of joy because obviously my private work is work even though I absolutely love doing it these little things are like my extra books that I read on the side I mean I'm a grafter. I, you know, some people think, how does she get this work? Like, does it just come to her? No, I work for it. I will send out emails and emails, get shut down, get shut down, a door opens. And I think people forget that you do get people that kind of think, oh, it's not happening for me. Why is it not happening for me? It's like, no, you need to do it. You need to do all these things because you'll get shut down, but someone will eventually open up. Like, so I do this work because I know for a fact that I'm doing one on death anxiety, actually, at the moment. I 
basically said to DLC Anxiety, let's do stuff, let's do topics that people don't talk about and people feel very vulnerable in. And I think I feel very vulnerable. Like there's been a lot of sex sex work that I've done for Come Curious and like loads of like, I did one that was like masturbating on your period. I was so nervous to post that and expose that and write something about it. But it felt liberating. That kind of artwork liberates me. It's like, oh my God. Like, And then you, you think shit, like people are going to be like, say something, but it's just like my negativity like spiraling. And it ends up being the mental health piece, the sex pieces, other pieces that boom, because people, people probably feel it very uncomfortable to talk about but when you see it visually you can connect with it and think oh okay I'm not feeling alone right now I I really relate to that you know that kind of thing and I think that's why I do it I get a real sense of buzz and I love seeing the people's comments on it and I love seeing people agreeing with it and I think it kind of resonates with me because it makes me think I've just done that artwork and so many people feel better for seeing it I'm like I do like to do my my artwork is a kind of therapy. It brings people happiness through visually seeing it rather than possibly speaking, I think. Totally. And can I ask, why do you think it's important that we talk about sort of anxiety, depression and all those things? I think it's so important because I personally, I think a lot of people always say, have said to me, but you seem really like, for me personally, I seem like a very confident, outwardly, you know, bubbly, happy girl. Deep down, I have a lot of insecurities. Like, and I'm not afraid. That doesn't mean I can't be confident just because I have severe anxiety. Doesn't mean I can't be happy because I'm depressed. Like, it comes in waves of like, and it depends if you've had a good sleep. It depends what's going on in your background life. It literally depends what you've eaten sometimes, what you've drunk. I think these are, I'm still trying to accept that I suffer from mental health every day. It's like physical health. Like, you get a pain in your foot, you, I don't know, you, you do something. But I think the brain is such a big muscle. You're using it 24-7. No wonder small businesses feel mental health so much because our brain is on overdrive. We're constantly doing stuff all the time and we don't stop. And I think because it's our babies, our, like, our businesses are our life and soul, it's, it's hard to switch off. You would stop running, wouldn't you, if you won a race? But why don't we switch off our brain? Like when we've like done a huge launch and we've got ourselves, we want the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's like, but you can't, you can't, you've got to stop. And I think mental health is just people are afraid to talk about it because it puts them in a really vulnerable position and society makes vulnerability seem like a weakness and failure. And I think that's why we're scared to do it. So yeah, I you're talking and I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's so much goodness. Like I just had to like write a little note because I'm like, oh. I remember that and quote that. Like, <laughs> this is you. You need to stop running. You would never ever yeah. running. And it's so interesting because it's like, even if you think about like running a race, like you prepare yeah. 5k, 10k, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're shitting yourself. Yeah, you're so nervous. All this adrenaline. And and imagine you just keep on running. Like how torturous that would feel. And it's like we do the same in our business we're like yeah. oh I've got to you know covid happened and we're like oh I've got to like make rent I've got to make my you know yeah. whatever yeah and it kind of we're in a place where we're moving out of it and so many of us are still running at that pace that we started at and 
it's almost as you say it's like no wonder why mental health and small business becomes this obvious challenge because people yeah. aren't they're still running yeah because I, I guarantee you a lot of the small businesses like me and you work from home alone and there's no one saying to you so you've done a really good time to pack up you've done such a good day at work time to go and watch that Netflix and chill time to order yourself a pizza no we're like our worst because we're constantly pushing so I think there is that boundaries that you have to learn maybe when you do get someone to help you or maybe speak to your whoever your friend and say I feel a bit burnt out let them say you need a break you need a break and that is your you deserve a break you can't keep up with everyone else everyone's at different levels on the Instagram world like someone will post something and you might be burnt out and you think god but how are they still going you don't know where they're at it's to you everyone's different different paths so you've got to stop and you know look after your brain totally one thing I love to do when I see other people doing really well because there are a lot of people doing really well and I'm yeah. grateful that some of these people are my friends they're people I yeah. who I admire them is yeah to just say like thank you for showing me like what's possible because yeah. it's like if they can do it it's also possible for you too and I was at a talk the other day and somebody asked me like oh Kyra like how do you manage your energy yes for me what we have to understand is that like our brain takes up about 30% of our calories so any sort of like negative any thought you have is actually taking energy to run it like it's costing you to run it almost yeah and so like if you're having like lots of negative thoughts like every time someone does something you have a thought a negative thought about it like that's probably where your energy is going. And I think it's like when we don't manage our brain, that's how we create overwhelm and burnout because all of the energy that we want to be putting in this task that we're doing right now is actually being used to speak really negative to ourselves, to doubt ourselves and to beat ourselves up in. I agree. Oh, 100%. I couldn't agree with that more. And like, we know this, we we all know this, but it's those boundaries you said, you have to teach yourself those boundaries, don't you? Totally. And I guess it comes with being in the business for a while. And I say yeah. you have to learn how to get it really wrong so you can get it right. Yes. And I think I think that's so important what you've just said. Getting things wrong is okay. That's actually part of running a business or like, you know, getting a few people saying my post hasn't turned up and or why hasn't this arrived? I ordered it here or, you know, someone's unhappy and you take all of that negativity and and you may you should kind of see it as like oh my god I'm such a failure but it's like this is a business like this is gonna happen you're gonna have days like this you just got to not let it ruin you in a way like you said like being wrong is it's okay you've it's part of growing yeah totally and it's like you know like big companies have whole customer service departments because yes all of these things are natural part of dealing with other humans yeah so not like it's a natural part of your business I think you can almost decide am I going to make myself feel really bad about that or am I just going to be like you know what this stuff happens I'm going to take it and I'm going to move on I would love to ask you in terms of what you're seeing in terms of like creating these boundaries for yourself for yourself in your business and I know you know you're about to take some time off so you can you know, build these boundaries and build up your business a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Are there any, are there like, is there like a key tip that you would give to someone who is feeling like hearing you talk and they're saying, God, like I need to stop running. I need to create some boundaries. Is there like a key tip that you could give to someone who's 
feeling that tug of burnout showing up for them? Well, yeah, I think because I'm learning this myself, I think I think because I'm my uh, coming from me, I'm sure this is the same with a lot of other people. You're your own worst critic. And as soon as you take some time off, you have guilt. And I don't and I think there's trying to stop this guilt coming into place when your body's actually happier because you are taking some time out. If you feel like you're if you feel that glimpse of light inside of you and you feel a little bit like, oh, do you know what? I woke up at eight. I didn't set my alarm, but I woke up at eight. I had a cup of tea till half eight. I actually got ready at nine. I stuck on the telly and had my crumpet and cup of tea and I felt happy, even though I wasn't getting up at seven, ready by half seven, working by eight. And you're burnt out already because you just rushed it all in the morning. I think I've learned this off my dad because he's self-employed as well. He starts his day at 12. For him, it works because he takes, yeah, he takes, he gets up automatically at eight. And I know that he likes to have his breakfast. He likes to read the paper. He likes to go for a little walk before he starts. He's set because he's put in those boundaries for himself. Who made up this nine to five? Okay, let's get that straight. Everyone thinks they have to get up at nine, finish at five. That just doesn't work for everybody. I mean, that might help people having a set time. But if it means that in the morning, you're going to have a bit of you time. And then by the time you sit down at your computer, you're going to bash out the best work ever. It means you've taken that time to look after yourself in the morning before you start your day. Whether that be in the evening, you say you get to that point where you're getting frustrated with everything. This is what happens to me. I start to lose it a bit and I get frustrated with everything I'm doing. And I'm like, right, you need to stop, shut the laptop. Okay, yeah, I've got stuff to finish, but that, look, it's not the end of the world. Just switch off now, take the night off and start again tomorrow. Because I know for a fact that I'll get angry with myself. I'll get angry at Billy. It will affect my relationship. It will reflect. And I'll start bullying myself for being annoyed because I'll be like, I'm in a really bad mood because I've burnt myself out trying to keep up and do everything and it we're not machines like I think we need to remember we're not machines and I think those boundaries are when you're feeling a bit happier get on a zoom call I think it's hard because we're in lockdown so there isn't kind of go to a nice restaurant for the evening switch off from work it's very hard and I think we're doing all so well because we're coping with all of these this you know in our heads and stuff and I think when things open up I think you know people are anxious about things going back to normal as well I am because I'm so terrified that business will be slow or got all these anxieties like actually do I want to see loads of people do I want to go out and get drunk like I've got a business now I can't be I can't be doing any of that but then at the same time yes I can because you can have a break you can feel crap for a week and you'll get back up on it it's just boundaries and balance work-life balance but balance is different for everyone you might be a night owl where you work better in the evenings you might be better in the mornings it's just finding that balance and setting those boundaries for yourself I feel like we started this conversation talking about mental health, but really what I think it's about is like trusting yourself and like yeah, tuning into what works for your body because what works for me really well is to have like three hours of like yeah. productive focused work, but then that's all the productive focused work I can do for a day, just three hours. If I try and do any more, yeah. then 
really slow. I check my phone a lot. Yeah. The work isn't high quality. I end up having to really do it again. And it's yeah. kind of like trusting, like being like, okay, I'm going to get it done in these three hours and then I'm going to be okay if I yeah. do something else. It's like, yeah. you have to like let go of that nine to five mentality. And I heard Elizabeth Styles quote Emma Gannon. <laughs> oh, I got her book um, the other day, Sabotage. Oh, I think I that's to read that's the quote so you ah! got to this bit where she says the nine to five structure was created like in the victorian times because of yes the fact the electric in the factories had to run all together at a certain time so it's like even when you think about that the nine to five hasn't been designed for humans it's been been designed for corporate yeah business. yeah and yeah exactly us it's like a jacket that's almost like too small and we're still trying to like force ourselves into that jacket like we can yeah I mean I don't know about you but my old job I feel a bit funny saying this but it used to get to like about quarter to four and I'd be absolutely dead ready for home I'd be like looking at the watch what am I having for dinner tonight watching (laughs) watching I mean and especially on a Friday it was like there ain't gonna be any work done here mate because Friday you like like today like I know that I've got work to do but I'm already thinking about what I'm having for dinner this evening pajamas on like those things make me happy and I think I think that's important to remember like your life is about being happy you started this business so you could enjoy your life not run yourself shit thin like you know you've got to and I I mean I reminded myself saying it to you you know yeah totally I love that so much it's so so <laughs> I can't believe you made it to quarter to four because for me like <laughs> maybe I'm lying 30, three o'clock I was just 10 30 like, no 30 30 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a lot of people to be honest oh god oh my god like i love that after lunch i'd be like oh right oh my god yeah yeah hours. jesus let's go <laughs> yeah jesus let's go i think three hours is amazing of solid work i genuinely feel like i've heard that three hours is actually like the limit like some people yeah. can do i've heard that before actually i mean because if you think about it like you going back to that amazing running analogy that you said you yes like oh i'm gonna go out for like a six hour run and i'm gonna do that every day like even if you were like an ultra marathon runner like that would be intense yeah 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 your if your brain is a muscle why are you trying to use the same you know why are you trying yeah. to use the same sort of force for like hours yeah like it just it physically hurts <laughs> I think I think yeah I agree I think I've made the mistake of thinking because I actually a podcast I don't know if you've heard of them creative rebels Yes, I have. So they definitely used to motivate me in the beginning. I used to stick them on all the time. I still do, and I love them. And they said something once where it was like, you need to be grafting 20. I remember they had an interview with someone, and they were like, he used to, this guy was a photographer, and he used to wake up at like 3 a.m. and literally sleep for three hours. And they were like, he'd just be on it. And I remember thinking, fuck, I need to do the same. Like, shit, like... I need to graph. There's no stopping. And which is funny to say now, I actually disagree with that because burning out, I I love them. I don't, you know, it's good to have your opinion on these things because I I agreed with it at the beginning and I was doing that. I was burning myself so bad. Like 
I was like lit on fire because I was just working too much. And I used to say like, graph, 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 like it's gonna, it's gonna get you somewhere. And it does. Working hard always pays off, but it's about quality as well. It's also about your mindset. You get your best work done when you're, you're feeling good, I think. When you feel good, you get good work done. And it's like you said, it's all a learning curve. Like learning all of these things actually don't work necessarily. They might work for one person, but they don't need to work for you. You don't need to hop on their bandwagon you know yeah totally I agree 100% and yeah going back to like manifestation which is what I'm all about is that when you feel happy it's really easy for you to like attract and be magnetic to things because you put that energy into everything you do when you feel good about showing up on Instagram yeah easy yeah it's it's like oh what do I say what do I do because you feel good and everyone can see it everyone yeah see your energy and when I ask people like why do they choose to work with me it's not because I've said the perfect thing it's because like my energy like I show up when I'm happy do you know like and I think there's almost like stepping yeah good is yeah that is all you need to do you're the best at it like the thing is like I think you literally people gravitate towards you because you're Kira and you're just full of life and you are a naturally very positive person and I think that's special because people do find that hard because negativity I is more pro- like persistent like I think you think as humans we more think negatively but I think you know like you said like you have your days where you kind of separate yourself from that and people don't need to see that you bring you to light other people you know Totally. Yeah. Thank you for your kind words in there. So I want to start looking at the future now, just as we start to round off this conversation. Obviously, you've had the most amazing, phenomenal year. You've been running, (laughs) taking some time to stop running now. (laughs) Well, it's more of a slow paced jog. (laughs) (laughs) With a few weights. Yeah. With like a sketch pad in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think 2021 has planned for you? What are you wanting to create in 2021? What's on the horizon? Well, so this so-called break is actually a business plan. So I'm actually doing the self-belief sessions of Elizabeth. I've invested in myself and I never do that. It's either materialistic, let's not lie, clothes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I've literally said like, I'm investing in myself and I'm going to do Elizabeth self-belief sessions because I think that will give my mind boundaries and I'm letting... I feel like I want to learn. Like I I think it's important to learn things off other people when you can't necessarily help yourself. So I've come to that point in my life and I'm going to do that very soon, actually. I think it starts on Monday. And the break that I'm taking in April is a month. And that month is going to be for me to stop all private work. I've got enough on my plate for this month and part of April as well. I'm going to focus more on the things that I want my business to be. The whole reason why we start our businesses is to do what we want with them and I think my private work is so special so unique but it's taken over me too much it's taken over and I think I don't want to lose any quality in it and I think what I'm doing is setting a boundary 
I'm going to have it like really special drops basically with that. And I'm, I'm taking my, so I'm going to do new products. I'm going to do new prints. I'm looking at doing notebooks. I'm looking at doing key rings. Eventually I want to do tote bags. Like my background's textiles and I love that. I, you know, I studied it and I still want to bring elements of that because dropping new things, being creative where I get to decide what's on the design is what inspires me. What is that? That's what makes me happy. And I think I'm getting some help. I'm actually at a stage where I need someone to come in and help me, whether that be an intern, a graduate or whoever, where they can learn a bit about a small business. And I think like just roll with it. I think I need to remember how many successes I've had and how, how being greedy and wanting more and actually sitting down and being like, hang on, when we can go to a restaurant, I can't wait to meet all of you lot. Firstly, the community from definitely a South London makers. I love everyone. It's going to be so nerve wracking but so exciting and so special all of the feelings and I think I'm actually going to take 2021 and enjoy myself like I am nervous that things might go offline maybe you know but I think you have to just run with life like things happen in my eyes for a very good reason and it's the only thing that keeps me going when I think if that's not going to happen well something else will just enjoying it seeing what happens on my business I mean it's continuously growing and I think I'm just happy where I'm at. And I think if I think about where I'm going to be in three years, who bloody knows? <laughs> totally. I love that so much. And <laughs> again, we started our business to enjoy life. And yes. Holding on to the essence of that, I think is so powerful. Like my word for this year is joy. And so yes, I need to bring that into everything that I'm doing business world. And yes offline world like both sides of that so I really like resonate with what you're saying there yeah I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show because I know that this conversation what we've created here is just going to resonate with so many people I have one more question for you yeah if you (laughs) to start again tomorrow say like the the slate got yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you have to start all over again you are only allowed to take three tools to okay. start over again. So they can be like mindset, belief things. They can be physical tools like a pen or a laptop or Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. it can be anything, but you can only have three things to recreate the business you have now or something bigger. How would you rebuild? Oh, is this a yes or no? What if I want to say no? I love my business. <laughs> um, okay, so I would take, I mean, if I had to, I mean, I'd have to take Instagram. I feel like a slight pang of like, oh, no. But like Instagram has its amazingness. Like it is incredible. It literally is our little it's our business. It's helped us grow. So if that goes out of the water, then we're all stuffed. We'd have to look elsewhere. I would take my ballpoint black pen because I'm a whiz with a pen and I can't draw without it. My signature style is that black linear kind of imperfect drawings, which I love. And I would take exactly what you said. I think my mind is very chaotic and I think I would need a little mindfulness and self-belief sprinkled on time to time. So I think I would take those three things, which is what I have now. And I think there's not much change because I think you can't go and regret anything that you do because you have one life. So you've just got to run with it. 
yeah yeah I agree I love that answer thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> thank you this has been the best this is my first ever podcast and I feel honored to be doing it with you something oh, to remember thank you it's been so fun how can the listeners find you get in touch with you purchase your work all of that good stuff so you can find me on at LMA Statham on Instagram. You can find all, so my work is on my link in my bio, on my Instagram, or I'm on www.lmastatham.com where my shop is there. And, or you can hit me up with an email at hello at lmastatham.com if you want to get in touch regarding private work. That will all be revealed in April because I'll have a brand spanking new private commission page. So yeah it's been so lovely speaking to you thanks so much and guys if you love this episode please let ella know let her what your yes thoughts and your feedback are because i love it hearing and i'm sure ella mate will too thanks for tuning in bye